In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley. And my podcast chimney sweep is the one, the only. Chim Chim True. Travis Ratz here. <laughs> Travis Ratz and I are bringing you this delightful cast that we call Comic Exposure. And on this podcast, Travis and I dive deep into comic books. We talk about comic books. We talk about the world of nerd here on Comic Exposure. And ladies and gentlemen... You're in for what we call a variant edition today. Travis is in jolly old England, and I am in burning hot Arizona. He's a lovely world traveler. Now, well, Travis, there, Josh, you just got back from a nice little vacation, right? I did, I did, I did, I did just get back from the beach. A week, a week at the beach. A week at the a beach. week at the beach. Boy, <laughs> oh, see. How was that? It was good. It was uh, it was quite relaxing. I read three books almost, so that's that's always nice. How many of like, them were audio like, books? No, like real books. I read real books. <laughs> How, let me see your fingers. Any paper cuts? No, no paper cuts. I'm. It's at the beach. Everything's damp. So, but your your cross eyed is hell now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Travis, we were beach, going to read. Damp. <laughs> everything's damp Sorry. at the beach. So the I just caught can't. that. <laughs> so, uh, we were going to read Middle West. We've got a list of books we were doing. We're going to read Re- Middle West. Uh, Scotty Young and uh, Jorge. Why uh, can't I? Corona. Corona. Uh, Jorge Corona. Uh, but you had read it. I read the first issue of it, and we kind of just decided, you know what? We weren't going to have a whole lot to say about it, so we didn't want to spend a whole episode diving into something we couldn't we couldn't like really sink a whole lot of stuff into. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what you thought of Middle West? We'll just kind of do we're going to do a quick brief recap of this of this book. Yeah, well we we have read Scotty Young before with I Hate Fairyland and we met George Corona, correct? We did Yeah, we met George Corona and we did Goners. We did Goners and then Cowboys in my uh yeah. And now it's in a truck somewhere. I don't know where. It and is. I thought we I think we also talked a little bit about he was doing art on We Are Robin. Robin. Yeah, you remember yeah, we, that? Oh yeah. God, I forgot about that book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were really excited about that when it came out. Yeah. But, um, so, <laughs> so, so I picked this up because I, I, I like Scotty Young. I always feel like he's in for a fun time. I liked I think we both liked I Hate Fairyland. Yeah. I think Gabby was on your wife talking to us about that. I think she and I liked it a little bit more than you did. But it was just, it's just real classic Scotty Young, playful, poppy, um, and that's a lot of what the Middle Middle West is. It's, it's, if you like Scotty Young, this is very much a Scotty Young book. I think the uh, art um, is really uh, poppy uh, as far as, not like, I don't know Andy Warhol, Poppy, but it's it's really accessible to really anyone. It's uh, it's pretty like I like Jorge Corona, right? Like his art, like his is, angles. Is, yeah, it's very cartoony, but it has like a weird, um, like a like it's cartoony, but it also has like a funhouse mirror quality to yeah. it a little bit. It's right. The, the faces tend to be like gnarled, but in very pleasant yeah. ways. I I think he's grown a lot since Goners and We Are Robin in this book. Uh, and of course, it's Scotty Young, so the colors are like really vibrant and things like that. He gets people to color it. Um, yeah, I, I think if you liked Scotty Young stuff on Wizard of Oz, his when he did that run on on that, and I Hate Fairyland, I think this falls into very much that fantasy world. I don't think it's the best of those three. I would recommend maybe Wizard of Oz or um, I Hate Fairyland before this. But if you've read those two and like that, then pick this up and you'll most likely like it. I just, uh, the story itself, um, I it's it's a fine story. It's I thought it was very middle ground. I just didn't really, I wasn't really hot or cold about it. So I was like, well, how long can we talk about this for? And I know you read one issue, correct? 
Yeah, I read the first issue. And so I, you know, we went on vacation and I brought it with me on vacation. I read the first issue and I was like, okay, I'll get back to it. Right. Like I didn't really, I didn't really love the first issue a whole lot. Um, I, I like the art a lot. I just, the story didn't grab me that first issue. And I think that's a problem with a lot of number ones. Like Mm -hmm. they, there's this thing in comic books, especially at image where we go, here's your number one. I'm not really going to tell you anything. Right. I'm going to drop you in the middle of a very obscure or very strange thing. And then you're just going to have to figure it out as we go. Issue number two, we'll explain it. Right. And and we were in California and I ended up reading. I got a book called uh, Our Band Could Be Your Life, essentially about like uh, early 80s uh, hardcore and indie bands. Right. And so that like that dominated my read while we were while we were in California and I just didn't get back to it. There was nothing that really hooked me to read that second uh, that second issue and on. Um, but I'll probably I'll probably end up reading it. But, you know, it, yeah. it, it was something where I was like, OK, well, I don't know. It just uh, there was something about that first issue that didn't like ring my bell. You know well, what I mean? And I think it's uh, um, I think it also has to do with a lot of the books that we've been reading, both for the podcast and off the podcast. Like I've been yeah. getting into a certain mood and a certain tone and genre. And this was a real shift from that. And I t- maybe yeah. just wasn't in like the ideal place to read this and have a lot to say about it. So, yeah, you know, I, 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 I agree with you. Yeah. So I, I want to say if the, if you listen to the podcast and we're uh, looking forward to this because either you had read it or are wanted to read it, uh, looking at reviews, it's got quite a few good reviews online. In fact, I was at this big comic store the other day and it was in their top 15 bestsellers for this first trade. So uh, it's getting a lot of buzz out there. Um, and if you like Scotty Young, this is definitely Scott, a, a Scotty Young story. And it looks like having finished the first volume of this, they're setting up for like a pretty big epic story, kind of like a la Wizard of Oz, that quest, you know, threshold, uh, you know, hero's journey story. So if that's if that's up your alley, then pick it up. You gotta pick that up. Do you mean pick it up, 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 pick it up. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, Travis, like I mentioned earlier, is in jolly old England. Mm. Uh, when you're a world traveler like Travis, not That's only do right. you live in Japan, but then you just get to you just, you just backpack around Europe, man. You just do cool stuff like that in Hawaiian shirts. And so, like, Travis, you said you went to a comic shop. Yeah. So, tell me, tell me yeah. about this. What's an English comic shop like? Well, you're greeted at the door by a kind squire in is a tweed jacket, here? and he says, there, "Yes, was there a beef here? Yes, right." <laughs> and then they make you take a shot of beef eater gin before you get in there, just to kind okay. of lube the nerdiness. <laughs> Would you like some nerd lube gin? Oh, that's not a bad name for like uh, like a vodka nerd lube. That sounds so gross. <laughs> oh, but you pronounce it like French, nerd lube. Nerdlube. Nerdlube. Okay. We can can talk about that off air. I think we got something there. I think we might. We might. (laughs) I also want to say before I begin the story that we've reversed our our (laughs) polls here. Normally when we podcast, I'm the one in the morning, uh, you know, like waking up and and getting into the day. Well, we reversed it. So now it's in the evening. I've got a drink and Josh is sitting there drinking water and yawning right now. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyways i went to this this shop i actually uh found it at christmas time because like you when you go to places yeah like you check out the local eateries but then you also check out the local comic shops you have to and and this was this big mega store it's called uh forbidden planet uh, oh i've heard about that one yeah yeah it's this huge it's it's like a sci-fi comic uh it's two stories um, this huge kind of mega store for comics and you go in there and I've never been to a comic store like this. Um, the whole upstairs is like tchotchkes and like rare figures and they have whole cases of all those statues you see, uh, the, the bus and stuff, stuff that you're like, mm, I don't really know if I can pull. How many, how many Harley Quinn busts did you see? Uh, there were eight Harley Quinn busts. 
which <laughs> let's see, so sixteen Harley Quintets. Okay, I got you. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that was really cool. And then also, like, I saw like you. They have all these rare Batman figures, and like you know, yeah. they have a Ghostbusters section and an Alien section, and just it's all divided up and and all. <laughs> <laughs> boring josh with my story no no uh, i'm just messing with you um and uh and then downstairs is really Chat, cool. wait a minute speaking of batman figures speaking of batman okay. figures i want you to see what i've got right next to me Ooh, what's i've got ro- robot batman remember batman animated series when the oh, with the robot oh he looks really like t2 in that one that's t2 face yeah. That's when they. That's when he turns into a rope. When they make a robot version of him. Where'd you get that bad boy at? On the internet. It's going. It's going to my classroom. <laughs> Is it my, going on my, your 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 shelf? Your Banagerie. Yeah, my Batmanagerie. My Batmanagerie. Yeah. It's not bad. All right. So, you the rare finds. Did you? What was there? Anything that stood out to you? You were like. This is how a comic shop should be. Was well, there something in there that got you? Well, I love, first of all, the whole downstairs is all trades. It's all yeah. just every trade you can think of. And then they have a whole section, not just of comics, but of like sci-fi novels and literature, <laughs> like nerdy literature, which I really yeah. like as well. Uh, so I thought that was a nice touch. They they were really slim in Lucy's, you know, singles. They didn't really yeah. specialize in that. Um, but yeah, I started thinking about that. I'm like, this is a really cool shop. I could spend a lot of time here. So I started thinking about what I wanted in a comic shop. I do like having all the nerd stuff that I really can't have in my place, like statues and stuff. I like having that around. That's essential. I would say, I would say a large, I almost want more trades than I want. Um, I know this is sacrilege than singles like I, you I, want I, you want a barnes and noble experience okay you want to take see, the barnes and noble you, section what you're doing now you're no no, no, no. Okay, I see you're no you want to take the barnes and noble section expand it, it and made it super nerdy right because you can, can find you. like right okay okay all right there's some... i'm not upset with you because yeah. i bet you the prices there are better than the prices at barnes and noble right and because it's like in london and it's the biggest store in london they have all these sign books so people come there for yeah. book signings all the time so you can get all these these things just like, oh, here's a signed copy of this. Here's So you can get like, cool trades that, you know, a, a signed trade. And then Alan doesn't... Moore popped out of a corner. Yeah, and he's like, Ehh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my Alan Moore impression. Like, Watchman. Yeah. Watchman. So uh, I, I'll give you three things that I, I want in comic sh- my comic store. One, I want more trades, a more variety of trades than single issues. Two, which this comic store did not have, but I really wished it did, is I need a lounge place. I mean, if you can get a little coffee shop in there, that's great. But okay. at least some place to lounge around in. Maybe a couple of sofas, some place, you know, some D&D tables. Even though I don't play D&D, I like the thought that there is a place yeah, yeah. to gather. And this didn't have that. And um, what's my third thing? You know what? Just my friends. Just those. My friends just your friends. to look some, co- oh. some comics with. Your friends are the ones you made along the way. Yeah. They're the comic books you read along the way. You say. I only hear what I want to. That's my, that's a go-to uh, karaoke track for me, just Is so you know. Really? Oh, yeah. You should pump oh, yeah. that up on acoustic. That could be part of your next show. Oh, there you go. I do have a show in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a couple shows, don't you? Let's, let's promote yeah. this. No, I just have just one show. One show in July right now. We'll promote what it happened? at the end. I hit my com- I hit my computer and now it's all like, hey dude, you touched this. Why did you do that? All right, hey whatever. dude. Hey dude. Good show. Yep. So, I agree with you. I like a vast amount of trades to peruse mm-hmm. because here's the thing I like. I like two types of comic shops, and they're very different. Greg's and Mesa <laughs> is the epitome of a comic book shop I love. Yeah. Because it is small and it is jammed to the gills yep. with comic books and smells and, like, and toys. Like you want an old X-Men toy? It's on the wall over there, thumb tacked up. You can go grab it. It's 10 bucks, <laughs> right? Like it is. It's a fire hazard. But everything you want is there. Like it just that's just the way it is. It's like 
it and underneath where they keep so okay you know like the crappy folding tables you can buy and you just pop them up right mm-hmm. they have a bunch of those and that's where they put all their new issues on and then underneath of it are all the 50 cent comic books so you have to go on the floor to go look at 50 cent comic books and be in someone's way the entire time. There's something disgusting too. It is, but there's, but that's, that's my number one type of comic book store is like a small gross comic book store. Right. But it has all sorts. He's got a whole bunch of trades in there. He's got a bunch of like old books in there and then he's got new stuff in it. So I like that. Mm -hmm. But number two is the, is the kind of shop you're talking about. I went to one in Boston. I don't remember the name of it now, but I I went to this one in Boston again, Boston comics, Boston, uh, two (laughs) stories. It's in old town, Boston and one floor comic book trades, the other floor, all the kind of like, you know, kitschy stuff you want. My only beef with that one was that the only was beef eater? Too, what was, did you have beef my eaters? Only, the only beef one? eater with that yeah. one is there was a guy yelling the Redcoats are coming the entire time. It was God really weird. Was it was, <laughs> it, was it a Beastie Boy? It was a Beastie Boy. Doing it was that very strange. Paul Revere rap, I know. <laughs> so I would tell you, like, my only beef with a comic shop like that is it's very, it's very touristy, and so they don't always have good stuff. Because you know me, I want to look at the weird stuff that no one wants to buy i want there to be a section for me where it's like oh do you like crappy trades do you want to look at these weird ass 80s trades we've got a section for you and they need the floor space in those tourist traps so you don't you don't get that right but i want a place who goes hey 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 you want some weird stuff hey look at this we got some weird stuff that's I want the weird section like Greg's has a weird section Some, that no yeah. one looks at but me. Yeah, no one looks at it but me. It's in like half off trades and they're in the bottom. Uh, everybody should have a larger section of weird shit. Sometimes you want to go where they're selling half off trades. Boom, That's the boom, best. Boom. And there's X-Men in plastic trays. <laughs> we could we could do we could make a, a Cheers show. A Cheers show about a co- oh my god we're like off air off air. Oh man, <laughs> we've got we've got the nerd lube, <laughs> nerd lube, nerd <laughs> and Cheers. But with what do you call it? You call oh that's a good one. Um, paper, paper cuts and queers. Uh, different show, different show, <laughs> different show. Uh, I don't know. Paper. I, I don't know. Yeah. Paperback writer. You're in England, right? Does that paper- work? <laughs> He's a paperback paper- writer. That'd be good. Uh, so, all right. So that's, that's good comic shop stuff. I, I agree with you. I like a little more trade cause you know, or I like, I don't, I don't know. It's a weird mix. I like, uh, there's gotta be some new comic was, book game was, in there. It was a bit, it was a bit, I will say this. It's a bit sterile. It's a bit sterile because it is. You know, everything is, I mean, they have everything and like really um, obscure stuff on film. They have a film section where they have very specialized books. Hey, like, do you want five different books on the making of Evil Dead? Boom. There it is. Right. That's kind of that's kind of cool, though. Right. Do you want the concept art behind Alien? Oh, wait. Do you want nine concept art books behind the movie Alien? Boom. There it is. All right, all right. So, so, oh, you would, you would, you would, we would have a ball there. I'd be like, Josh, look at this. You're probably right. Come here, come here, come here. (laughs) I want you to know that I have uh, a book on the making of Dune that I found. Our library was giving away books. Our school library, where I teach. Oh yeah, they did. They put in the the staff lounge and like said, take it. And there was a book on the making of Dune, and I want to know what librarian in the '80s was like. You know what we need. You know what the kids love? The kids love a good David Lynch film. Let's probably every let's, every librarian worth their salt. <laughs> you know what the kids will love? Uh, a, a book about the making of a of, of film on a completely inaccessible sci-fi novel about religion and war and drugs. It'll be great. You know where else you can find that? At Forbidden Planet, along with nine <laughs> other copies of The Making of Dune. So yeah. you're in you're in London. What else are you doing? What have you been bopping around Great doing? Well, Josh, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, I actually went to. I've been going to a couple of shows. Actually, that's what I like to do. I'm not just a comic nerd. I've recently in my life become a theater nerd. 
Well, you do teach the, theater, so the it only it has theater. Not teaching it anymore, my friend. A theanerd. <laughs> yeah, theanerd. So, so uh, uh, well, a uh, a th- a thespian nerd. A nerd What the fuck did you call me? <laughs> so <laughs> what? So what? So you got? What did you go see? So I, I I had to buy tickets back in January. You know, got in the lottery. Yeah. I got Hamilton, baby. Got to see Hamilton's run. And what's it in like London. to see Hamilton, a movie about the or a, a play about the American Revolution in England? Well, King George, as as, King George is this foppish know, character that comes up and like they like, cheer. Ooh. No, they cheer him like crazy. Everyone's like, woo! He's like the he's like everyone's favorite character, and there's some lines about immigration and stuff in there that they 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 uh, really hoot and holler at. But Hamilton uh, comes on, and they're like, "Boo, traitor!" Yeah, and I uh, exactly. They're like, Sah. and I turn. I go, "You guys paid for the tickets. This was an expensive <laughs> show." Um, everyone was drinking that nerd lube. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and so, fantastic. Sometimes uh, I, I've gone to these uh, really hyped musicals, and I'm like, okay, it's okay, but it's not fan. Like a Wicked or yeah. a. Jer- and you're like, dear heaven, dear heaven, Hanson, suck it. That's yeah, I'm sad. like, I'm defying anyone who likes this show. In addition to Gravity, um, and I went nowhere that. <laughs> I do better with coffee. <laughs> um and so I, I went into this a little bit hesitant because i'm like okay i'm yeah. sure it's going to be entertaining but is it going to be transcendent and you know what it's goddamn transcendent this is Are a you great gonna... show and i'm I... upset that you're now not teaching theater so you can't do your own hip-hop version <laughs> of something right like no kids no kids it's like it's like hamilton but it's about get Mark, this mark twainian it's Mark Twain. <laughs> um, which is actually, I, I kind of want to talk to you about. So I, I didn't think this, not only was I feel like it was an accomplishment in theater, but I think it's yeah. an accomplishment in exactly what you said. I mean, as far as taking a, a figure and historical events and packaging them in a way that is so entertaining and so engaging that it just captures the world's attention and everyone becomes obsessed with it. I go, that's, that's educate. That's what we strive to do as educators. So I thought it was like a, a excellent play and an even excellent uh, example of what you can do with material in the right hands and in yeah. the right format. So thinking about that, I started thinking about historical figures. I started thinking mm-hmm. about, well, we what other genre do I know a lot about besides theater? Comics. I started thinking about like, hey, what? I mean, there are comics out there that are yeah. historical comics and things. Yeah, like there's that. like March, the one about you know the civil rights movement. Uh, like a lot what? of you know, March. It's about the civil rights movement. movement. Civil, civil. Is it like a civil war? Is that like? Um, Tony Stark. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, I always read with my kids. We read part of Mouse, right? Yeah, Spiegelman's Mouse. Mouse. I read yeah, and Persepolis and yeah, yeah. Barefoot Jen. You know, there's a lot of stuff like that. But so I want to. I, I like your question. What do we do with it, right? Yeah. What's what's some what's event? What's an event or a character? Let's so let's talk about some criteria that we maybe agree upon, or like what do you think. So for me, if I'm going to do it, one. I, I, I want to pick someone who maybe is or an event or a, a figure who's a little bit more obscure that people okay. don't already know a lot about, like a Hamilton, okay. a founding father. Hamilton, I think, in the last 30 or 40 years has gotten a lot more attention. Um, but, well, you know, he was never a president. Yeah. You know, all, like, you know, yeah. he was Washington's secretary of the treasury. Yeah. You know, I didn't not know like... he was born in the Caribbean until I watched this play. Um, so I would say that if I'm picking one, I want it to be a little off center. I want it to okay. be something that is there. So what would be one of your criteria? Uh, I would say that I, I wanted to, I, th- I think I agree with you. The idea that it's gotta be something that's not super well known. There's part of me that goes, there's part of me that loves like on the ground history, right? Like following the people, but we know that that doesn't sell. Right. Yeah. Did you see the like last, if I did, the second to last uh, episode of Game of Thrones where they spent all that time with the you're like who the f- 
is this person? I don't want to see these villagers <laughs> scatter from Dragonfire. Yeah, yeah. I so I think like there's part of me that loves that sort of history, like what what happened to people. Um, but I think like it's got to be. I think it works better if you can create a cult of personality around a figure, right? There's there's something like Hamilton is Hamilton, and that's why it works, right? right. It's not like early America, the play, right? Yeah, like yeah. It follows you pack, the guy yeah, exactly. Yeah, you give the Biograph. hero's journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's you need you need an entree for the. That's the second time I've used entree in two podcasts. Um, <laughs> and into the world, like you need someone yeah. to, to to take you into this world. So yeah. I asked you this question um, in a text. Did you think of someone or something? Uh, I got a I got a couple. I had a couple that I'm rattling around. But let's. What do you? What's yours? Let's hear what yours is. So, well, I well I kind of like narrow it. So I was thinking about what I wanted. I'm like I want some. My what I know most about are like artists and writers, and so I was like, "Well, that doesn't. They're kind of who wants to read a story about that? You need something with a little bit of action in it, you know? Yeah. Even Hamilton, you had the, they do like the, the Battle of Yorktown, and and there's and they can choreograph it. So you want there's something a that, duel at the end? Yeah, there's right? some there's a couple of duels in this in this freaking thing. So you <laughs> want something that is visually you can have some action in it. So then I started thinking about characters, and so I kind of got into an area and i started thinking about the westward expansion and i started thinking about figures involved with there i'm like lewis and clark i feel like we've kind of done that before there's there's one what's the name of that one but it's like not real is the one uh, is the one i settled on okay kick all right i like that you know because you know talking about 1800 westward movement uh, he's an Indian agent, also a mountain man. He's involved in uh, Mexican-American War. He really went from, in history, the way they portray, I don't know too much about him, which is why I think it would be kind of cool to explore it. But I remember it was his character was always kind of like, he had certainly fought and helped the slaughter of Indians. But then later in his career, he really kind of, moved to the other side of that spectrum and was kind of more of like a the middleman who was speaking in representation of the the native americans in america and i think that's a real cool character art to go through mm-hmm. plus you could have him fighting a bear you know <laughs> it's perfect it's yeah. perfect so in comic book, uh, I think there's there's one figure, the historical figure that kind of really stands out to me, and I, I don't know how action packed it would be, um, but Mother Jones is a, uh, a labor organizer, like rallied against uh, corporations, fought against the idea of like uh, childhood labor, led all these marches, gave all these speeches, and she's just a tough old bird, man. Okay. Like that's. Like, just this figure of, like, she's in all black all the time, and she's, like, she has this line where they said, like, they called her, like, the miner's angel, right? Like, for mine, not, like, small yeah, people, yeah, but yeah. miners. And, and so she said, I'm no angel, I'm a hellraiser, right? Like, Ooh, just, I like that. Just a tough, tough-as-nails bird, like, old bird who's, like, fighting the man, right? Like, I think that would be... There's, there'd be a good cast of like goofy characters around her. Like she gets involved with some of the, some of the socialists at the time, and and like there's a good cast of like weird people around here that she could that that you could play off of and and, and kind of have some fun with. I think, I think she'd be I think she'd be a good one to well, follow. I, I think I think having an older female. I mean, you could you could take it from wherever in her life. But I'm guessing a lot of her character that we know from her comes from like an el- older. Yeah, um, a figure and having an older female figure as your protagonist and and who you have to follow in the story is something that you don't see a lot. You know, you don't really see that that character per- portrayed in any other way than like the oh the wise old grandmother or the in like the in I don't want to say ineffective, but um like they are past they're not doing anything they're always right. calling or helping and here yeah. you have this this older woman who has quite a bit of agency still left in her life and is able to do that change that's a good choice yeah i think that'd be good uh otherwise i think i'd like to like otherwise i think like um frederick douglas would be good 
right? Like, yeah, run, there's so know, much escape. Frederick Douglass stuff. Though. I know that's a thing. Like, the, he's, and half he's of fairly... it he wrote, <laughs> right? Uh, but I think, like, I'm trying to, like, I think that would be good. I think you could do. I'm sure there is one. Uh, Cesar Chavez, right? Like, that would be. You know, you've got this momentous movement of, you know, the, 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 um, and his past, his early and, life was really good with the motorcycle diaries type, you know, Shay Chap. Yeah. 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 So I think it, I think it'd be kind of a, I think it'd be kind of a good, I'll think uh, Shea, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think it's Shay Guevara. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Cesar Chavez is the uh, California man of the people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Motorcycle diaries, though. It was a good, it was a good movie. Good movie. Didn't read the book, but good movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Like a good man versus nature driving yeah, around. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like a road trip, kind of like a real yeah. uh, Jack Kerouac thing going on there. Yeah. Um, I would say what and else? That's my oh, other Amelia, one, Jack Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Amelia Earhart could be a good and one. Where is, so here's the thing, Travis. I always have this problem where I go, "Yeah, but could we do something different with it?" Like Amelia Earhart, but she's in the she ends up in the future. Well, or her plane disappears and well, ends up in the past. They had I don't that, know. They had that new special about two summers ago where they think that. You remember watching that, like on 2020, that 2020 special, that big deal thing where they were showing evidence that she was in a prison camp in somewhere in Asia. She had landed and they had photos of like from the back that could have been clearly Amelia Earhart. That could be interesting. Hmm. Amelia Earhart in a prison camp. Now it becomes like a women's prison freaking comic Like alien? Bro. (laughs) Bro. I think that, you know what? I think you just... Dude, we're saying all this good stuff off on air, air. Off air. Off air. Off air. Our Amelia Earhart yeah. in an Asian, uh, like a, a Chinese prison camp. The city is very inspiring, Josh. <laughs> Just breathing in the smog of <laughs> of London. Is it still smoggy there? Does it? Is it? Does it? Is it like uh, Mary what's Poppins? The, Mary Poppins? Is it still like Mary Poppins? Only when I'm on the rooftops of London. Are there lots of children running around saying? Please, sir, can I have some more? Street urchins? Yeah, there's street urchins. Dude, every time I go out, like I I get out to go for like a jog in the morning, I got to kick like three street urchins off the the stoop out here. Is it the best of times and the worst of times? It is. You know what really (laughs) sucks is like, uh, you know who's really rude? These Mm. lamplighters. You know, they come around 6, you know, 7 p.m. They start lighting the lamps up on the street and they are very saucy. Wow. Wow. That's that's sad. That's sad. On the rooftops of London. Chim Chimney. Chim Chim. We got a lot of questions because um so we got that's kind of covers what I've done in London and uh, my my wandering ideas as I've walked from comic shop to comic shop. Um but so, let me we, let me, we, let me we're ask staring you. down the barrel of a comic book summer. We've already we already had comic book movies. Have you seen John Wick yet? I did see John Wick. Yeah, what did you think? I didn't see John Wick. I it was it. Is exactly what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, a million headshots and Keanu Reeves. Is it? Um, and some good choreography. It's not just shooting people. There's a pretty good like knife fight in this uh, so antique how do, building. How do they evolve? This? It's, it's, they don't evolve the story at all. It's just John Wick. You don't need to. John I, Wick. I well, it literally <laughs> takes off right where John Wick 2 ends, right? Like oh, everybody's okay. chasing him. So there's no gap. It's literally him like, oh, shit. So you can <laughs> like, watch it like just back to back and it's yeah, like a four hour John back Wick to back movie. And it's him running away him escaping and trying to figure out how to get all these people to stop and then there's ninjas in it dude there's like dudes with swords you know the guy from okay so what's the what's the uh uh the chef show with is it ninja what's the where the guy's like chickpeas oh uh why can't i ultimate chef that top no top chef um it says it has something to do with ninjas or something doesn't it or samurais i don't know but it's the one guy top chef no it's something america it's something blah 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 america anyways the guy who yells whatever the food is right you know who i'm talking about he's always like dressed in like a yellow robe or something like that he's got like kind of like a robe well that's that's the that's the japanese one Uh, the american one it's like just a a dude in a suit but it's it's an asian guy he plays the key villain in it Really? Yeah. They didn't get like a big 
No, he's got like a sword and he's like chopping the crap out of people, dude. Is he pretty badass though? It's pretty badass. It's pretty badass. There's like one incredibly long, brutal fight scene. You know they live when Roddy Roddy Piper is fighting that dude? It's that long. That's how long this fight scene is. But it's far superior choreographed. But it's such a long fight scene. Is it possible to pick a favorite John Wick? Or are they all just like, I mean, they're all interchangeable. It's just one John Wick movie. Okay, one John Wick. I think it's just one. They so might as well just watch the freaking dog. Don't kill someone's dog, yeah. bro. 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 Hey, if you didn't want to get shot, you shouldn't have killed my dog, bro. So, speaking <laughs> of Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. He's everywhere, man. Everyone he like, is. Like, every, He's in every this time new, I open up the internet, game? and I do open up the internet. I don't get on the internet. I open you it open up. up. I understand. Um, <laughs> and uh, when I open the internet... There's always a Keanu Reeves popping out of me. It's like Keanu Reeves, most um, kind guy in Hollywood. Keanu Reeves opens his own bike shop. Keanu Reeves, most underrated actor. Keanu Reeves slept with my wife. Yeah. Right? (laughs) So here's here's what I want to know. There's been a rumor going around, and it's not a rumor because I think Marvel just said, yes, it's true. They've had conversations with Keanu Reeves to play a Marvel character. Yes. So here's here's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I want to know. Now, I believe I'm on record several, several shows ago before they cast Doctor Strange that Keanu Reeves should have been Doctor Strange. That's okay. my I believe I'm on record. <laughs> Go saying back to the archives. Saying Joaquin Phoenix or Keanu Reeves. I do remember the Joaquin Phoenix. So here's what I want to know. He can't be Doctor Strange now because we've got, we got Dr. peanut Strange. butter peanut butter bandersnatch okay all right all right the guy's a good duck like all of a sudden counter comes in the picture and you forget where your bread is buttered no 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 no. but here's what i want to know where do you put where do you stick keanu reeves in the marvel universe hero or villain man uh you asked this question and i forgot i remember oh man Uh, you go first you go first all right namor okay namor possibly or could we make him give me why namor though because i think why namor Namor is like i I think of him like 20 years ago playing namor but how is an older um uh, keanu sell i think that i think you're okay like so here's so namor is a namor supposed to be this sort of like short-tempered like king of the sea right like hates humanity is upset with the real world, right? Like he starts, yeah. the first stuff is him. He's a villain, right? But then he becomes a good guy. I think grizzled Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I think you keep, I think you keep, keep the, beard, the beard, right? You keep the beard well, and been, you let him. He's been growing that him, beard out probably for like four years. He just I know, it doesn't thing. get any, <laughs> it just stays that patchy. That's just the way it works. And I think you let him be like, well, here's the thing. I don't think Namor ta- needs to talk a lot either. <laughs> And Keanu Reeves he knows, shouldn't talk. Also, you know why John Wick is so good? Because he hardly has any lines in that damn movie. Plus, we know Keanu's already got uh, beach experience. You know? Right. Yeah. He he's, ran, already, he's, he's already point breaked it up. He, the guy right. knows the waves. And literally, literally, if Tony Stark hadn't died in Endgame, just imagine all of the good... Keanu jokes that you could throw in there oh, that know. wouldn't be like it wouldn't they would just be like whoa this is gonna be an excellent adventure bud but you know <laughs> that's a little on the nose <laughs> let's be excellent to each other you know what I that mean that one like, would be good that would, well they're doing the they're doing a Bill and Ted remake right they are yeah I'm pretty excited about that too I, I don't guess- know why why am I excited about a movie this long after did you hear what but- it was about. No. <laughs> so one of the rumors of what it's about, I think this is coming from Keanu Reeves. Um, I think I, I think I watched Keanu Reeves actually saying this with his mouth, um, with his actual mouth, Josh. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, you know, at the end of Bill and Ted, Bogus Journey, the second one, whatever it is, yeah. like they go in the future and their song saves the world. Yeah. Well, it's been 40 years later and they still haven't written a song that saves the world. So it's like, what do you do when you've been given your destiny at a young age and then like 
you're waiting around to fulfill it. And then <laughs> like once you're told that you saved the world, like, yeah. is it going to happen? I love that. I, love <laughs> I that. think I was skeptical of it until I heard that premise. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Because I remember when I watched Bill and Ted. Agent Rockers. <laughs> when I watched Bill and Ted, I was an age where I had such grand expectations for life. Yeah. And now, these many years later, I'm like, what happened? Yeah, where, where am I at? Where's my so, station's creation? Namor. Okay. Namor is number one. Or you make him a villain, and he's Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Where he knows everybody's... No, wait, Taskmaster's DC. Crap. Or has no, to be Marvel? Ta- no, Taskmaster's Marvel. Yeah, Taskmaster's okay. Marvel. He knows everybody's move, right? He can copy everybody's move. He's like a he's like a straight up assassin who knows everybody's stuff. He wears a mask the whole time. That's the one problem. But I think you could get the mask knocked off so people get to see Keanu's face because that's yeah, oh, the that's, that's, that's where that's the funny right? That's how we do it in. Uh, but he's he be, like he's done a lot of this John Wick fight stuff. I think that would Taskmaster. Or I think it's Taskmaster. I have, now I've got to look. If Taskmaster's, I'm pretty sure he's Marvel. Or I'm confusing him with sp- Game Master or something like that. Speaking of, of Game Yeah, it's Marvel. Good. I was... Ugh. So I, I had a hard time with this one. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Um, so I don't know hero or villain, but I really want to see, I think we've talked about this before. I think other people want to see this as well. But is like a mojo verse world, you know, universe. So, can you might not be? Uh, I, I'm interested in your opinion because I, I couldn't really think of anything for Keanu Reeves um, off the top of my head for Marvel. So, if we're gonna do mojo verse, who would you cast uh, Keanu Reeves as? Mojo or Longshot? I don't think Long he has sh- the, the craziness to pull off a mojo, right? No, you've got, and you want to see him too. So mojo doesn't work. So yeah, yeah. a mojo's got to be like some like Dom DeLuise character that you bring in to be mojo, not Dom <laughs> not not Keanu Reeves. Longshot would be good, or could he be Shatterstar? Ooh, who played Shatterstar in the Deadpool one? I some throwaway character, wasn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember who it was, but yeah, it's already been Shatterstar. cast, though. I feel like that's cheating. Yeah, but now they're bringing it all into the Marvel universe, so you can do whatever you want. Now, who's the speed speedball? Can it be speedball? You could be speedball. I'm trying to think of older Marvel characters. There's just not many of them. Like, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be old, old. You know, like we're, look, we're we're yeah. running into X. We're running into X Men, right? Like, we're in X Men territory, right? Could he be Wolverine? He's too tall. Yeah, I mean. I think he could be Wolverine. Um, I don't think he's as tall as Hugh Jackman, uh, but it's just like they're never going to go for like a same age or older Hugh Wolverine. Let's retire yeah. this Wolverine and get someone who's three years younger than him. You're right. You're right. Um, uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind a Snake Plissken. There's no Snake Plissken in the... <laughs> but they could redo Escape from New York and put him in it. Yeah, but they let's would see. let's make it escape from Dubai or something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like that's a, yeah. Wherever you can film cheap. Wherever you can film yeah. cheap. But you or, about, okay. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was talking about or, you're you're talking about the Marvel uh universe. Do you make him Adam Strange? Do you make him Adam Strange? Ooh. What about what are they ooh, what about uh who are they bringing in Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh Adam not Adam Adam Strange. Uh, is that Adam Strange? Yeah. Bring in the space world. No, uh, the war. No, Adam. No, it's yeah. Yeah, isn't that the who it is? Is that why am I messing people up? Is it Adam Strange? I don't think it's Strange. Is his last name? Oh wait, he Adam Strange is DC. Uh, is it uh Warlock? Warlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam Warlock. Warlock. Yeah, yeah. You could do an Adam Warlock, and you can get him right in. Yeah, I think that would work. Is he oh, too old man. for a gambit? Is he too old for a gambit? I just. Oh, yeah, I think he is. No, maybe. I don't know. I just saw this one, and I think it might work. I think Adam, Adam Warlock would be good. Or Moon Knight. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I, that's why I thought I just saw that one. I, I was looking Moon for Adam be, Warlock, and that good. popped up. But I don't want a Moon Knight movie. <laughs> I, don't want a Moon Knight. I don't want a Moon Knight anything. It might work. Like, you might be able to have fun with it if you didn't go too weird with it. Yeah. If you didn't get into, like, the, like, I'm psychotic, like, like fever dreams, moon night 
I don't, but yeah. that's kind of like who Moon Knight, I don't know. I'm, I'm not yeah. a big fan of that character. So, what about Plastic right. Man? That's also DC. 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 Yeah. It's DC. You're like, Rats, could he be? He I don't think this? he should be, but could he be Reed Richards? I don't think I, he doesn't talk enough to be Reed Richards, but well, think, that would be that would be an obvious choice. I think that's the next big casting choice for Marvel is who's going to play Reed Richards because you, you, mm-hmm. you cast your Fantastic Four around the dynamics with whoever you cast for Reed, right? Like you right, don't start think, off casting Johnny and then cast around Johnny, right? I well, I wouldn't be surprised. I think there's two ways to go. You you cast based on who uh, Johnny is, or you cast based on who Reed Richards. What is. What about Doctor Doom? What about you know? Because uh, Doctor, we talked about oh, that story of Doctor Doom, be, how he's actually like good. really pretty underneath his mask, but he has like a little tiny imperfection. That could work. That could work. It'd be cool to see him play a villain. But speaking yeah. of the Marvel universe, what what like we talked about this before? We talked about we want to see the Fantastic Four come next right but since san diego comic con's right around the corner you know marvel's coming this year dc is not dc came last year marvel didn't so marvel's gonna be the darling of the show you know they're gonna come heavy with some shit um so that you know they're gonna announce some they've been really hush hush about what's coming next i mean we know that there's externals black widow but there's gotta be a whole phase coming out right right so we know we know there's the Eternals. We know there's um, Eternals. Sorry, I said Externals. Yeah, Eternals. We we know there's the Eternals. We know that there's uh, a new Guardians of the Galaxy. We know that there's going to be a new Black Panther. We know there's a Black Widow, right? Right. We know those things. And I guess maybe that's the only slate they need to bring you, right? Do they need to do much beyond that? I think they do. I yes. want to hear about. I want to hear about what's coming up. Yeah, As, I, we're going and, to at San Diego. Hopefully, if they don't, I'll be like, boo. Fantastic Four. Or go home. If you don't, if you don't, give that's got to be your flagship of the new phase, right? It has to be. That has to be where you focus in on. And I don't care how you do it, but that has to be. I what I I read an interview where they're talking about that they're not going to have one big villain anymore. That they're just gonna it's it's going to be more vignettes of the for a little while of the Marvel universe, right? Okay. It's not. Gonna I hope be, they're building into something though, because that was the whole formula: is like plant the seeds, like Thanos. Right wasn't really planted until like four or five in. So you have some time, like four or five in to, to just let it breathe, I think. Right, right. But I I am – but they had the Infinity Stones right away, even though they didn't call them that. They had like – Yeah, they did some back riding on that shit. Yeah, they had some nuggets in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. But so I – It's called they had MacGuffins, and they just yes. gave those MacGuffins colors and called them Infinity Things. <laughs> but I think I think like – you gotta give me. You got to give me Fantastic Four. You have to tell yeah. me it's in the works. before. You know what? I'm good with mutants. Keep that. I don't need that for like five or six years. First, get me Marvel's first family. I don't know. I, since that that the X Men movie that shall not be named has done so poorly. Has it really done that bad? Oh God, so bad that I like. Do you touch that property for years? You gotta let the stink. You gotta let the stink clear. You away. do. Yeah, yeah. You have to go. Like, we're not going to use any of these actors, so we gotta let it wash away. Because we, yeah. as comic fans and nerds, realize like, oh, hey, now they're switching over. I'll go see it because of the creative team. But the general populace that's not nerds, they're just like another X Men movie. That last right. one sucked. Right. Well, like, I would say like people did the same thing with Spider Man, but Jesus, like, Spider Man is doing fantastic that's right true. yeah so true and it is the x-men what do you want but to see re- besides fantastic four i got i got one um i think i want to see i like i want an, an another doctor strange movie mm-hmm. but i want it to be i want it to be more exciting right <laughs> i want there to be a little more be a better movie no, and not that Doctor Strange was a bad movie. It was just a good, it was a setup movie, right? Like, we learned who he is, and we didn't really get to see a whole lot of his power. It was origin. A lot of it was origin. Right. And so I'd like to see him take, I want the mystical, magical world to be, to be looked at, right? I want him, and I want, what's, I want Scarlet Witch to be in it. You know, I want. Remember that Doctor Strange trade we read? Yeah. 
And never yeah. it opens up where he's in some weird world running away from like there was it was super colorful yes. and super cartoony. I want that's Steve how Ditko, I want that. Like, I want that. I want that next um, strange movie to open with him in the most wacky visual world that you're like this looks like Roger Rabbit. This doesn't look right. And then to have <laughs> him transport out of that like he's running yeah. away from from like Earthworm Jim or something. I don't know. <laughs> the crossover we've all been waiting for. <laughs> um, and then can we can we just say that it's time for a Howard the Duck movie? I'll can say we right just now. say here we go. Ready? It's time for a Howard the Duck movie. Like Howard the Duck, just give it to me. Yep. Just, you showed him. If you want Doctor Strange and Howard the Duck, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Have Doctor Strange and Howard the Duck. But give me a GD Howard the Duck movie. Give the man a GD Howard the Duck movie. Or bring back Blade. Could we do Blade? Yeah. 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 I think it works. I think I think you you could weave in the horror and magical stuff. I think Doctor Strange is your gateway to that stuff. I got mine. All right, let's hear right, it. this one. So uh, with every phase, in every phase of Marvel, we bring in like a an unexpected property. Right. And okay. it becomes like Guardians of the Galaxy was that one. It yeah. was like, let's pull, let's do this on the side. And if it works, we'll weave it in. So you can tell that story and have its own universe, which barely touches it. Here's mine. It's very genre based. It hasn't been explored in superhero the films. Uh, Kazar. Okay. From the All Savage right. Land. Yeah, that's that's something. I mean, they did Tarzan a couple of years ago, but no one's really had the jungle caveman savage hero. And because it's in Savage Land, you can have it tangential to the Marvel Universe. So he can like pop in or not pop in or just mention the world. Obviously, at some point, the idea would be to bring him in at some at some time. You could do like. The first one's in Savage Land. The second one could be like Enchanted. You know, like it's just like, oh, now I'm in the New York, you know, fighting yeah. with uh, Spy. Oh, dude, you set up Kazar and then you put him in like a Spider-Man movie against Craven. Oh, my God. No, no, against wait a Craven. second. You know who Craven is? You know who Craven is? Who's Craven? Keanu. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I'm pulling the plug in this podcast right now. That's it, baby. <laughs> we just did it. All right. Let's, let's step that back. Next phase of Marvel, one of the movies, is Kazar. We introduce him in that movie. Then, the second time we see him is in the a next Spider-Man movie, which is Spider-Man's villain is Kraven the Hunter, played by Keanu Reeves. And Spider-Man has to team up, at least for a little bit, with Kazar to fight Keanu Reeves, Kraven. Perfect. Good night. Perfect. We've done it. We've done it. I like because my only beef with Kazar is that it's essentially just it's your only beef eater with Kazar. Yeah, my beef eater with Kazar is it's it's not comic booky enough a little bit, right? Like, um, it's not like he was one it's of not like Marvel's John... first comics. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but I think like if it's going to be the Savage Land, it's got to be like straight up crazy ass Savage Land, right? Like dinosaurs and skull island yeah 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 for sure talking something right like we got it's got to be if we can have wakanda why can't we have savage land you're right you're right let's open the universe a little bit you know the bermuda triangle is where savage land is yeah wakanda got the wakanda get destroyed in that marvel movie or is it still pretty like no it's still it's still okay but they open themselves up now everybody knows about them oh they they revealed themselves Oh, you know what? And if you do Savage Land, like Kazar's kind of the protector of Savage Land, so you can you can do it kind of like a subtle immigration thing, you know? <laughs> Americans just swooping in. <laughs> we want the Savage Land. Yeah, there's oil in them. It'd be great to have there's... a Sauron. Okay, now now you got me. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm. That's where I, that's how I think you do it. That's your that's your a, gateway. I need a talking pterodactyl man. To really make it happen. Yeah, pterodactyls are kind of a gateway dino. Yeah, yeah, we got to. We got to. We got to. So I think, I think, sir, we've we got it. Is there anything? Oh, here's what. Here's my. Here's our last conversation. Last conversation. 
Spider-Man Homecoming's coming out. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, we talked about it a little bit. There's been some more trailers out. What's the good and the bad from the trailers you're seeing? Uh, you know, you I have, me... I've stayed away from the trailers. I've watched that oh, one oh. Uh, that uh-huh. I saw Mysterio in it. I don't know if there's any more after it. Um, I'm pumped. I, I haven't read the. I, ha- I know there's theories out there about like where it starts and how it goes, and I've kind of heard snippets of those with people talking, but I, it's just kind of in one ear and out the other. Uh, does that come out this weekend? Uh, it's the it's second coming. or fourth oh, yeah. of July. It's it's like it's like that. It's oh, like it's the, the fourth of July kind of weekend. Fourth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I will so definitely. I'll now? see it here. Yeah. 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 For sure. So my thing, and this is a dumb thing. It looks good. I'm excited to see it. Mysterio looks like freaking Mysterio. He's got another suit, man. I don't I don't want the Iron Spider suit. I'm done with it. Right. It played a role. He's not he's not Tony Stark. Right. Get Give rid me of the it. classic. Give me the classic. Yeah. And then they put a black suit on him in this one. Did I they? know you haven't seen all the trailers, oh. but it says it's his stealth suit. So it's not the it's not the so symbiote really, like Iron Manning it up. He's got like a million different suits now. That's my problem. That's my beef. I think it's going to be good. And I know like every Spider-Man movie, there's a new suit. That's just how Spider-Man works, but not five new suits in one movie. I get that he upgrades, but I don't people, want do people even buy action figures anymore. Why are we doing this? Why you can buy the stealth suit action figure if you want it. You can buy it. Do kids buy that? Do kids play with action figures anymore, Josh? Runner has a bunch of them, but he doesn't play with them anymore. Yeah. He played with them when he was like four. Because they're guys and he just smashed them around. Yeah, I guess it's still a valuable commodity, but like a four-year-old, it doesn't have to be a black spy. You don't have to put it in a movie just to sell a toy to a four-year-old. All you got to do is put it in the checkout line at a Walmart and a four-year-old's Right, like the billion Batman that we yeah. have to go through as children. Like, oh, it's, it's Sub-Zero Batman. It's... Tonka truck Batman. The he has Ninja Turtles too. Every yeah. like, how many Michelangelos do you need? Oh well, come on, man. don't <laughs> don't bash my Ninja Turtles. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little bummed that there's a million suits, but it's okay. I'm excited. I'm gonna go. I'm going to Houston. When I get back from Houston, we're gonna go see it. It's gonna be like a week after it comes out, so I'm sure it'll all be spoiled for me. Right. But it's okay. It's okay. Right. It's all right. All right. So Travis Ratz, Josh Buckley. How does it feel to be on the late, the later shift of the podcast? It's it been a long time. Like Forrest Gump, I gotta pee. <laughs> well, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you can find the Comic Exposure podcast online at www.comicexposure.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/comicexposure. You can follow us on Twitter at Comic Exposure and threadless.com/slash/comicexposure for all of your comic exposure needs. You can find us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please well give us a review on the internet, at, uh, on the iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast from. That's how people find out about us. Uh, they see us on those lists when they search for comic books. Uh, tell your grandmother, tell your friends, tell your... If you go to some comic book shop and you're like, oh, hey, man, you should check out this podcast. These dudes know about half of what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but they do it in a halfway decent way. That's, that's all we need. We just need people who are like, I want to listen to something. I want to listen to some people talk about stuff right. that they kind of know about. Here's the thing, guys. We love doing this, and we are not going to throw away our shot. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I love that you're referencing Hamilton like three years after, but it's good. I like it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Have you seen Hamilton? Have you I've... seen the amazing Broadway show Hamilton? I've heard it. Okay. I didn't I listen I, to the soundtrack. I actually um, listen to the soundtrack. didn't listen to it, and so I went to it fresh. And then I've been listening to it for the last couple of days and like probably the last person in the world to listen to the Hamilton sound. Maybe. Also, like I'm a history teacher, like I teach in a history department. So there's always somebody who's like listening to Hamilton. Hamilton, Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Uh, We love you. I just want you to know that. We care about you deeply. We want you to have a fantastic summer. Beautiful. Travis and I are reading some Animal Man coming up. And we're right. not going to flake out on that one. Yeah. We're reading some Animal Man. You already read that, right? I, th- I think I, I did. Think I read the new, new 52 one. I got a new formula for you. Yeah. Okay. Good. I read the new 52 one as well. So we'll see what we're going to do. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic rest of your week. We'll be hitting your earlobes and your, 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 your tympanic membrane soon enough again. Ladies and germs, 
I love you. Stay strong. Don't miss your shot. Um, oh, platitudes. You need, you need one more in there to get that oh, nice pair. Have, oh, God. I don't have one. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next train.